Hey everybody, welcome back to the Brink of Reality podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brink, here to bring you my latest Survivor, David vs. Goliath X interview with the second person eliminated from Survivor, David vs. Goliath, Jessica Pete. And uh, there's a really cool chat that I have with Jess, so I hope you really enjoy it. A huge shout out to CBS and to Jess for coming on and chatting today. And uh, the uh, US recap that I normally do will come out probably on Sunday this week. Just got a few things uh, going on uh, in the hopper, as they say, and I'll be talking about those uh, Survivor related talking about those on the podcast next week so uh, stay tuned for that but for now enjoy my chat with jess everybody's gonna be looking at me sneaky sneaky <laughs> this is huge on the line very excited to chat to the latest person eliminated from survivor david vs goliath jessica jessica how are you going today I'm going good. How are you? I'm really good. I, I want to talk to you about that tribal council straight away. How shocked were you to go last night? We saw it was a 5-4 vote. You didn't seem to have your bag with you. How shocked were you that the tribe turned against you? Uh, I was really shocked. I didn't bring my bag with me. You're right. Uh, it actually got brought up at tribal. Uh, we were still was like, you can tell the people that feel comfortable because you don't have your bag with you. <laughs> um, yeah, I really did feel comfortable going into it. I didn't think I had anything uh, to worry about. Uh, and so we started to chat a little bit um, with Jess, and then I uh, knew I could see my name uh, written down at least twice by Lirsa and Elizabeth. Um, just wasn't anticipating for it to be uh, five times rather than just two. Yeah, no, most definitely. Who were you most shocked with in that moment to have voted for you? Uh, I was definitely most shocked with uh, Gabby and uh, Nick. Those were the two where I was super shocked that they voted against me. Um there was actually a moment that wasn't shown, but I looked back at Nick and whenever I looked back at him, I kind of gave him like a little, like a, are you serious type look? And then he gave me like a little soft smile and just said yes at me. Um, And I just became extremely enraged. So I was like, yeah, it's time for me to just go because I'm really mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can, I can definitely understand that. You mentioned uh, two people there. So I'll I'll talk about them both. First one I want to talk about is Gabby. Obviously in the episode, they show us, uh, you having a conversation with B and Gabby on the beach where uh, she doesn't leave that conversation feeling very comfortable about her position. Was that, you know, deliberate or was that something that, no, it was just an obvious vote, Lisa was the person you were targeting and you didn't think much more of it? Yeah, that's kind of where I was coming from. Um, the way, where my mind was at that time was we had already discussed previously that if we had to go to tribal, that we still was going to be the one that we voted out. So I really didn't think that we needed to continue on the conversation. I didn't want Lirsa to get spooked. I didn't want her to have enough time to scramble or to find an idol. So I was just trying to play it safe and just, yep, Lirsa's the vote. Let's talk about something else. Um, whereas watching it back, I can now see that like, Gabby just wasn't very satisfied with that. Yeah. Um, so I really do wish that I would have known that um, in the moment. So I could have tried to reassure her a little bit more. Um, so she would have known that we all were really voting for Learson, and that's where we wanted our votes to go. The other person you mentioned there was Kentucky, Nick Wilson. We didn't really see much of a connection between the two of you on the show, so what didn't we see uh, about your relationship? Yeah, there was actually a couple connections that I had that I was kind of upset um, that weren't shown, but then again, it's an only an hour episode, so yeah. we can't show everything. But um, Nick and I, we had a good relationship. Uh, we had a lot of chats with each other. Um, he was actually uh, someone that I went to to talk to about different things going on quite often. So, and also Nick and I developed, uh, 
I, I have joked around to a couple people today. I say that I, I've given him the best cuddler award. Because, <laughs> um, like, at nighttime, he never... It was cold. I just discovered out of all the guys, um, Nick is the one that was the best out of all of them. Uh, so Nick and I, we had a really good connection. So I was very shocked that he voted me out so soon. That kind of ties in a little bit to that first episode then. I want to talk to you a little bit about that because uh, Nick and it's shown at the beginning of this episode, was the perceived target for that first vote. In your mind, was he the person who was going to be going out that night? Uh, I, I feel like that's what the guys thought. Like, Carl and Pat were both uh, adamant that, like, Nick was probably going to be the first one out. Um, but in my mind, that's never where I was wanting to vote. Um, obviously, if that's where the numbers were going to be, then that's where I would have to vote. But um, in my eyes, it was always Lirsa, just because um, whenever you're doing this, the first couple initial votes, you don't want to get out the people that are going to help you in challenges. And right. I feel as if I'd rather have somebody that's lacking um, in camp work than someone who's lacking in challenges. And I feel as if Nick would have been the one who's offering us more than what Lyrsa could have. So in my eyes, that first vote still would have been Lyrsa um, if it was up to me. Yeah, I think it's really interesting, that whole uh, episode and the way that it impacted the whole season. Talking to Pat last week, he described you as almost like a daughter figure to him out there. He really seemed to connect with you, and you seemed to be incredibly um, shaken by his exit. Can you talk about Pat leaving the game and how that impacted your game? Because for me as a viewer, I feel like you losing Pat, not only as a person, but maybe as an ally, is potentially why you're uh, talking to me today. Yeah, so... um Losing Pat was uh, it was really hard. Um, Carl, Pat, and I, we all bonded. Um, I've actually got asked this question a couple times today if I had disclosed my actual age to anybody while I was out there, and I did. Um, I spoke to Carl and Pat in a, a conversation that was just the two of us, and I thought giving them that information at the time um, would strengthen the relationship that I had with them. Yeah. So uh, they both knew that I was 19, and I felt as if that bonded us closer, and it almost made them feel as if they had to protect me a little bit more. So Pat and I had a great relationship going in. Um, so obviously seeing him in that state and knowing that there wasn't really anything I can do to make him feel better was hard as um, someone who cared about him, but also as a player in the game, I was devastated because that's taking away um, what are my numbers that could have benefited me in a tribal? Yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, I think the other big thing from your season in particular is the weather and how that impacted uh, you. We saw you uh, get quite emotional at times, and um, I don't know if that lowered your guard and allowed you to share you know, emotional stories and experiences that you've had in your life, but can you talk about what the conditions were like out there for you and how that um, impacted you? Absolutely. So the conditions were hard. Um, I don't think any of us expected it to be that hard going into it. Um, and like, I know it only, sh- it showed be myself and Nick all sharing um, our stories, but that whole day really was, we all sat down um, in our shelter and we were all just talking to each other, basically trying to really dig into that theme of David versus Goliath yeah. and trying to understand why we were put on the David tribe. Uh, so that was a really special moment for all of us whenever we just really got to learn all about each other. Um, but it definitely was a damper on like the morale at camp. The weather was just terrible. It was a constant state of just cold, wet. Um, you know, you had the choice of either you could have on your soaking wet clothes or you could be, you know, in as minimal clothing as possible. Um, it just, it was really hard. And I feel like had Pat not been evacuated and had the weather been a little bit different, this season probably would have been something completely different. 
Can I just ask you one last question? Playing Survivor, you talked about the impact that it had on others, but what have you learned about yourself from this this experience in playing Survivor? I think that going out at a very impressionable age, like 19, um, it allowed me to grow more than what other people may grow because, you know, these people have been through a lot of different things and have experienced a lot more life than I have. So really going out there... Um, I was around a group of people that I would have never had the opportunity to meet. And um, it really just pushed me to learn more about myself, more about um, other people and trying to understand, put myself in their shoes. And I really just feel like it's taught me, like whenever you're viewing life, you should never view it as like, I could, I could easily be mad at these people because they voted me out because, you know, I'm, upset that they get to have more of an experience than I did. But at the end of the day, like, that's not really going to give me anything. It's not going to make me happy to be upset or mad at those people. So I really think that I've learned like the beauty of like forgiveness and positivity. I've always tried to live my life in a positive way, but I think that this has just amplified that even more. Um, and I'm really thankful that I got to go out there and experience this for the first time um, at such a young age. And hopefully in the future, have the opportunity to go back out there and uh, see what happens um, if I ever get the chance to play again. Well, Jess, my fingers are crossed for you. I think you were very impressive uh, out there and uh, even chatting to you today. Gosh, it's hard to believe you actually are 19. So uh, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I hope you get that second chance and we've got to get you on Twitter as well, Jess. Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe I'll make one one of these days. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's where I'm going to end my chat with Jessica Pete, the latest person eliminated from Survivor, David vs. Goliath. And I just want to make a huge shout-out again to all you guys who have been checking out all these podcasts uh, during the season. Like I said, uh, the US recap will be a little bit later this week as I am heading to Sydney right now. Uh, We're about to hop on a plane and go to the Australian Survivor finale. So uh, I'll have lots of inside goss to talk about that on the Australian Survivor podcast. Podcast. I still got to figure out what I'm going to do Monday. Uh, having, well, I will be have be spoiled at that point on the season. So I'll figure that out as we go. But again, huge shout out to everyone who has checked all these podcasts out. If you want to follow me, follow me at Ryan V Brink on Twitter. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, find us at Brink of Reality, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you find us. And if you can rate us five stars and give us a review, that's super appreciated. All right. Until next time, the community has spoken. I'll chat to you very soon. See you guys. Bye.